0: Would eventually make us outcasts within our conservative tribe, at the same time as it liberated us. Every inhabitant of Waziristan, north and south, is known as a Wazir. But Wazir is also a name that refers to a sprawling Pashtun tribe among the many that exist in our region, connected by the same Pashto tongue and governed by our Pashtunwali code of honor. The ancestral laws that settle our many blood feuds and rivalries. Though the wazir are splintered into clans, we come together as one, at the hint of a foreign threat. No outside power, however mighty, whatever their modern weaponry, has ever succeeded in subduing the wazir, or even occupied our ancient territory for a single day. British imperialists, with their experience in conquering and colonizing, unleashed legions of soldiers in uniform over the heart of Waziristan, only to encounter fearless Wazir warriors who force them back, massacring four hundred British soldiers in a single afternoon, as my father once told me, with great smiling pride. To a guest in their home, Pashtuns will offer up their every precious possession. But insult them once, and they'll have your severed head in a sack before you so much as blink. During my childhood, I saw no people but those of my blood whom I could recognize from just a glance. Even if they could get there, Taurus never visited my small thicketed away portion of the world. Foreigners wouldn't manage a step onto our land before catching every dark wazir eye. Wazir people are heavy-set and tall, with strong limbs and powerful wide hands. In protecting their own, wazir women are fearless, and their voices thunder up and shake from deep inside their bodies. They used to say that when a wazir woman spoke, you had better listen. According to one legend, our people are descendants of a famous Pashtun leader called Suleiman and his son, Wazir. From their progeny, many tribes flourished and spread out in vast human tributaries, consuming masses of land where they settled. On a map, Waziristan appears like a patch sewn to the tattered edges of Pakistan and straddling the Afghan frontier across the Pregel mountain range. Shared bloodlines and an interwoven past, which began in the ancient valleys of Afghanistan, spilled across the border straight through the Silk Road Khyber Pass. No boundary carved into stony ground by any man with the muzzle of a rifle, or painted onto paper with the blood of thousands, could ever cut deep enough to tear apart the tapestry of our common lineage. Everywhere I went, my land, my people, my father, reminded me that I was a full-blooded wazir. I am wazir before all else. Every memory I have of our first house, with its mud-covered paka bricks, begins the same way. A slow film opening in the silent morning, warm sunshine thick over everything. In my home, there seemed to be a magic in the way the day was born, though it was always the same routine like a family anthem of activity playing out in every home and in every village. All Pashtun mothers woke very early, before the first crow of the rooster. A tribal mother required no alarm or even much forethought to go about her day. Her duty, to set in motion the rhythm of the family, was as sacred and inborn a task as the beating of her heart, and its momentum pried open her eyes, however tired she might have been from the tedious domestic labor of the previous day. In everything a Wazir mother did, she followed in the long, rutted path of the mothers and grandmothers and great-grandmothers who came before her. She was permitted no other way. She had no access to television or newspapers or magazines, and even radios were scarce. Knowledge itself was a stranger, not to be trusted, or even invited in. I grew up with the accepted practice that a Pashtun woman remained in the home and only ventured out enveloped in head-to-toe garments called abayas or burkas, or big shawls called chadors, and with a male, even just a young boy, watching at her side. To confine a woman in such a way, duty-bound between four walls and hidden away inside her clothes, was known as having her live in purdah, the conservative Muslim custom of secluding women so that they may not be seen by men. This practice was never questioned, in the same way, a person would never.